Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. We've had a significant change in the political environment of this country, and that, of course, is that my former broadcast colleague, Daniel Smith, is now the premier designate for the province of Alberta, and uh, Ms. Smith is going to be joining us tomorrow at this time on this program. But let's get started with Professor Dwayne Bratt, political science professor at Mount Royal University in Calgary, the author of Blue Storm, The Rise and Fall of Jason Kenney. And we'll talk to uh, Professor Bratt about what's going on in the province of Alberta now. First of all, happy birthday. Well, thank you, uh, Roy. That was on uh, Thursday. Uh, that was the night of the... Uh, uh, the announcing of the vote of the UCP leadership race, so I was working that night, but we had a nice get-together uh, yesterday with birthday cake and birthday pie, because why should you have to choose? Well, exactly, and Dwayne is spelled D-U, not D-W. W, no. Uh, my <laughs> wife is blaming the baker, because I would hope after 26 years of marriage, uh, Teresa would know how to spell my name. Yeah, but I saw you tweeted that. <laughs> I thought that's going to be doing great things for domestic harmony in the in the Brad household. Anyway, glad to have you with us. So let me start. Um, let me start with this. It's confusing for some people. Just stay with me, Dwayne. Jason Kenney left federal politics, engaged in the founding of the UCP was elected premier while defeating Rachel Notley and the New Democrats of Alberta. Um, Daniel Smith had left politics and entered news talk radio. Rachel Notley remained NDP leader, now is the opposition leader, and now Jason Kenney is effectively gone as the premier, and Ms. Smith is a premier designate, but Ms. Notley remains as chief competitor in next year's provincial election. People might be forgiven for being a little bit confused. And they should be confused. Um, to add to the confusion, um, Daniel Smith will be sworn in as premier on Tuesday. She will be the eighth premier in 16 years in Alberta. Uh, that's a lot. And as Jason Kenney showed, the only one in the last 20 years to serve a full term in office was Rachel Notley. Um, no other conservative leader. You've got to go back to Ralph Klein between 2001 and 2004 to finish a term in office. Um, and Daniel Smith um, uh, lost the 2012 election when she was Wild Rose leader. She crosses the floor to join Jim Prentice in 2014. Um, and uh, Prentice loses to Rachel Notley. And Brian Jean, who ran against Smith for the leadership race, replaces Smith as Wild Rose leader. So it's been quite this circle. Uh, but I will say about this with Smith, and this really needs to be emphasized, what a political comeback this was for Daniel Smith. Absolutely. When she crossed the floor in 2014. She lost the nomination for the riding um, a couple months later and has basically been in political purgatory for seven months. But she became a radio host, um, and she basically went on an apology tour for her actions in 2014, and it looks like enough people have forgiven her. And uh, so she has gone from uh, behind the mic uh, to in front of the mics uh, and is going to become premier. 
You know, and I will congratulate uh, Ms. Smith, who, again, is my former colleague as a broadcaster and chorus radio, and she'll be with us tomorrow. At this time, it is really quite a comeback story, and uh, now she has a lot of work ahead, as does the party, heading into next year's provincial election. Um, what? Let me ask you this. What positives do you say Dwayne Daniel Smith brings to the UCP today? Um, she's an incredible communicator. Um, she knows how to pitch a message. She knows how to build an argument. She's a very charming woman with a sense of humor. Uh, I've known Danielle for a number of years. Um, I've been on a radio show. I used to be on her TV show. Uh, I've been on panels with her. We've had a number of, of um, private conversations. I, I think that she's, she's quite smart. Uh, and she found messages that allowed her to win the leadership. Now, I've got some big issues with some of her policy proposals, uh, but I, you have to acknowledge the political gifts that she, she has and the hard work that she did to get it to this position. She out-campaigned everybody in the race. She went everywhere across this province. What are the greatest challenges she's going to face? Uh, well, challenge one, which I think she's going to take steps on later today, is she doesn't have a seat in the legislature. So she is giving an announcement in Medicine Hat. Um, there's a local MLA for Brooks Medicine Hat constituency who is not going to run again in May and announced her immediate resignation on Friday. So expect that a by-election will be held in Brooks Medicine Hat. Smith will go there. It's a very safe UCP riding uh, that will clear up something for her. That will get her in the ledge. The other issue, though, is party unity. Because while she won Thursday night, it was not as easy as, as it may have seemed beforehand. She got 41% of the vote on the first ballot, but it took till the sixth ballot before she could surpass the 50% threshold. This shows that amongst even the most activist UCP members, um, they're divided about Smith. And uh, so she narrowly crossed that line. The other, and this is probably the biggest, is she plans a dramatic remaking of the province in a very short period of time, uh, most notably with her Sovereignty Act. We don't know what will be the details of that because no bill has been presented. But based on her statements, based on uh, op-eds, based on some of the architects of the plan, it would allow the Alberta legislature to determine the constitutionality unilaterally of federal laws, federal court rulings, and um, federal regulatory decisions. Interesting. Myself and many other experts believe that would be fundamentally unconstitutional, including Jason Kenney, including many of her leadership rivals. So we'll have to wait and see what is actually entailed, because either it's as extreme as it's been described, or it's innocuous, and if it's innocuous, that could lead to some real blowback from the people who supported her. It's really interesting to me because Scott Moe, the premier of Saskatchewan, was on this program not long ago. He's a fairly regular contributor to this show. And uh, he said that he's not going to allow a caretaker government in Ottawa to determine agriculture and energy policies for the province of Saskatchewan, and they will challenge, and they will uh, definitely take on the feds, particularly in those two arenas. Sounds to me a little bit like it's related to the position of the uh, Sovereignty Act. 
Possibly, but fighting the feds in court is a traditional tool that the provinces have. And sometimes they win those cases, such as over um, a Canadian wide. Yeah, I didn't really get the sense from uh, Premier Mo that he was looking at going to the courts, Dwayne. Necessarily. Yeah, uh, that would be, in my view, if, if Saskatchewan is doing that, just as dangerous as Alberta is doing Okay, that. so now maybe I'm misinterpreting what the Premier said to me, but that's what I heard. Let me ask you this, uh, a couple of questions quickly here. Jason Kenney is not a fan of uh, Daniel Smith. How much of that is sour grapes? I, I think some of it is sour grapes, but I think the other is actual principle. I, I think he... Um, you know, Jason Kenney launched a fight back strategy here in Alberta, but I think fundamentally he's a federalist. And I think fundamentally he believes in the rule of law and the Constitution. And so what, I, what he sees with Smith, I think, uh, offends his, his sensibilities. Uh, yes, I think there's some sour grapes that are being pushed out. But if it was sour grapes, he should be looking at Brian Cheney as much as Daniel Smith. Uh, so I think it's more than just losing. Right. I will be very interested to see what Kenny does, um, how long he remains in the in the caucus, or whether he decides, I just can't sit here on the far edges of the back benches for seven months, and maybe it's time for me to go and do something else. Yeah. The gulag is not a place for a former premier. Um, no. well, this is related to Alberta politics, but it's the nation. Do you get the sense that Canadians, the Canadian voters are turning to the right? I don't think that's, uh, I, I definitely believe that's the case. Whether that is the traditional backlash to a long government, um, because, you know, in the late stages of the conservative government, we started to see movement to the left across this country. And we didn't just see it with the election of Justin Trudeau, but we had liberal NDP governments pretty much right across this country. Now, after, you know, seven years of federal liberals, we're seeing, you know, conservative governments in Quebec and conservative governments in Ontario being reelected. Um, you know, conservatives are uh, across the prairies. Yeah. Um, I think the, the holdout is, is B.C. Um, you know, the conservatives are leading federally. So, you know, we go back and forth in these cycles, and it's largely fixed on, on, the, on the federal government. All right. And once we get tired of them, we, we move one direction or the other. I'm not convinced Doug Ford is a conservative, but that's just me. <laughs> <laughs> Doug Ford is Doug Ford. Doug Ford is Doug Ford. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.